All right, guys, you're here with Josh Thompson. I'm going to give you guys a quick little, it's going to be a quick little punk's opinion. Look, I'm just going to drop something um, real quick, just talking about Greg Hardy. Now, there's a lot of hate. There's a lot of um, dislike for him. I'm one of them. I'm not a big fan. But all this stuff aside, I'm not going to even get into the Greg Hardy situation as much as I'm going to get into the UFC. And and you guys here have heard me criticize the UFC a couple times. Um and somewhat somewhat of Dana White as well. But the thing is, in all of the things that I've done, those are all just personal experiences as far as in criticizing the UFC and whatever it is. Now, look, every promotion has their flaws. Every promotion, whether it be one, whether it be the UFC, whether it be Bellator, whether it was Strikeforce back in the day, whether it was Pride, didn't matter. Every promotion has their ups and their downs and their flaws. And every fighter sees that from a different perspective. It's like my perspective dealing with Strikeforce was like the Strikeforce was, to me, Never had an issue with Strike Force. To me, it would probably always go down as being my number one promotion that I ever had an opportunity to fight for. Same thing now, moving with Scott Coger over to Bellator. That has to do with personal experience, and I'm giving that straight from a personal experience. My experience with the UFC in the beginning was a, was a good experience. My later experience with them later on, my second go around with them with the Strike Force buyout was was okay. It was not great. There was never the the show had grown so much that. I didn't really have a personal experience with anyone that really worked for the company anymore. You know, I had a couple people that worked for them that I grew close to. And that's kind of, you know, like we we're still friends to this day. All that stuff aside, everything that people have said about the UFC, I think that that just is like the ups and downs of being a fight promotion and being a fight and being, and being the number one fight promotion, I think, you know, in the world right now is, you know, most people would probably say that the UFC is. My take on this, though, and all the things that they have ever done, all the things the UFC has done, this to me, Greg Hardy fighting on the main cards, coming up and giving him guys that he should beat and trying to build him into something, I think for me is the biggest black guy on the UFC ever. I can't think of another situation and another time where... There has been a bigger black eye, not just on the UFC as a promotion, but the UFC as, uh, or just, not just the UFC as promotion, but just the sport in general. Sorry to throw you off there. I thought you, I thought you said black guy the first time, and no. I was like, what the fuck? Black guy, black guy. No. So, the black, to me, this is, this is the biggest black guy, I think, in the, in the MMA in the MMA world, like in, in, that we've had so far, and I'm not trying to be over dramatic about the whole situation, is that when someone gets kicked out of the NFL, basically let go and released and done because of the things that he's done in the past, and now we are choosing to have this guy headline shows, we, especially in a sport where we've had problems in the past with other fighters who have done the things that he's been accused of doing and and done. Now we are setting precedent that it's okay if you're a fighter, especially as a fighter. To have these type of allegations against you, or these type of problems or issues against you, and the NFL to even cut you and just tell you like, move on, you're not you're not playing in the NFL anymore, and for that to happen, and for this sport itself to allow this for to to try and I look and I'm normally four second chances, and I I think had we done this in a little bit had the UFC done this in a little bit different of a manner where they just said like hey let's put him on the undercard of the undercard until he gets more experience. But instead, you guys are having him as a co-main event or the, the second co-main event underneath women fight, underneath female fighters. 
and he only has a couple fights. I think it is a, a black eye to the sport. You guys can criticize me. You guys can talk shit to me in the YouTube comment section. You guys can say whatever you guys want. You guys hit me up on IG. Talk shit to me there. Do whatever it is you guys want to do. I'm just simply saying, and I'm not saying this because it's the UFC, and I'm not saying this because of Gray Hardy. I'm saying it because I think had it been any other promotion that we should not we should not be allowing we not putting this this type of person on a pedestal just yet with the amount of publicity that we are giving him to do what he's doing. I think had we put him on the undercard of the undercard and built him up slowly, given him a second chance, then I would be a little bit more inclined to believe in this this type of second chance. But the fact that we're putting the UFC is putting him and the sport is allowing and the UFC is this is their this is their promotion. They're allowing him to be the co-main event underneath a female title fight. I believe it was a title fight. And they're allowing him to be basically on the main attraction of the card. And they're pushing this to be the main fight of the card. I just... The main event's never been a female fight with him. But, okay. So maybe it was another... What was the other... So who did uh, and then Jack... There was a girl fight that I believe that was right, bef right before them. Do you know which card? I, I don't. I want to say it was... Wasn't it the one with the... Wasn't it the Rachel Wastovich or something like that? The girl that yes, just had the... Yes, sorry. The my apologies. Yeah, yes, it the, my apologies. It was the same card, but it yeah, wasn't it was the same before. card. You're right. You're right. But didn't so. she say she doesn't care? Yeah, I get it. I get it. And sometimes... And look, it has nothing to do... It has, that has... I tip my hat to her for being even a better person. Okay? That's great. You know, people don't want to be brought down with that type of, like, you know, negativity or being... They, you know, and when they walk past someone, they probably won't even say hi to them. It's fine. And, and I'm not and I'm not even so much like I said I'm not so much criticizing him like he's there to do a job he's there to fight he's got he signed to a contract I'm actually just looking at it as far as as being a black guy on the sport or being a being um to the UFC I think this is this is uh this is hurting I wouldn't say it's for me it's hurting the brand it's not just hurting the brand of the UFC but it's hurting the sport and like I said I've been I've criticized and critiqued them a lot in certain things um but all those things aside those are things that come with the growing pains of a fight promotion and those are things that like other media people have already pretty much pointed out and i'm just someone that to me on the backside of he's trying to validate that with my opinion of being being the person who has fought for that promotion before several times um and been around you know everyone that's that's worked for that promotion i feel like this to me is probably the biggest uh, black guy the, that the UFC has done to the MMA sport itself is by putting him on a pedestal to allow him to grow his brand and grow whatever it is he is doing you know for the sport I'm not saying that he should not fight I'm not saying that and I'm not saying that uh, he potentially has a, doesn't have a future in this I think he probably does I also think though that you is that the fact that we put him as a co-main event or, a, or we put him on we put him on the main card above other other people, especially other female fighters who have put in the work to get to their to get where they're to get on this stage. That we've done them a disservice by allowing someone who has less fights than them, or as amount of fights as them, but also someone who has a such a shady background that we're allowing this to be broadcasted even more. And like I said, like just this is just my opinion. Take it for what it is. I may even get into this a little bit more with some other people tomorrow. If I do talk to Big John, we may bring this up. May not. But my take on this is this to me is one of the most, uh, 
I, I, I don't want to say it's disgusting, but it's pretty upsetting to think that the sport has been allowed to, or the UFC has done this to the sport, knowing that they pretty much have built this sport from the ground up. And like I said, I would not have had a problem with this had he been on the undercard of the undercard, or even maybe just the undercard. But now at this level, I think maybe now after you got a, a win over Juan Adams, maybe you put him on the main event as the undercard. But not to be on the main card above other athletes who have worked really hard. I think have worked harder than him to get where they're at. And sure, maybe he works hard. I'm not saying he hasn't, but they've, the other athletes have put in more time and they fought probably tougher opponents to get on that main card. And yet he's, they aren't on that main card because he's taken a spot from them. And that to me, coming from a long history of being a fighter who, who you know, was fl driving all around fighting for 150 bucks or fighting for $300 in shows where you just showed up and you guys weighed in. Oh, look, you're about 200 pounds. I weigh about 170. Okay, let's fight. Like that's the history of which I like I came from in the whole scheme of when the MMA was being built. We would just show up to events and we would just, hey, you look about my weight, you look about my weight. Okay, why don't you and I fight? And to know that these guys that are fighting on the undercard of him being on the main card, he's taking a spot from them who have probably done things that I've done like that or have put in their work and their groundwork and all the other stuff that they've done to get to the UFC. And this guy has taken a spot because of that. The, if people want to talk about the ratings, the ratings, sure, he's selling ratings because people will always tune in to see the guy lose. That's why Mayweather does so well on his pay-per-views. But, you, I mean, so is it more so like his, his bad uh, like press against him? Or is it yeah, it's his bad press. It's the bad stuff that go along with it. But for me, I feel like it's not... You could say the same with Aaron Pico, I was going to say, because he, he got put on the main card at Bellator for his first fight. <laughs> And, uh, and no, I can't no say the same. I can't. Aaron he, Pico's never been brought up on charges for something that's, like that's this. That's what I'm saying. Is, that's, it, is it more I, the background of the, the person? Yes, okay. 100 percent it is. But right. here's it's the background of the person. But like I said, it, it's not his doing. They, they put him on the card. He doesn't say where hey where he deserves to be on the card. The UFC does that, and that's why I said that I'm not really focused on him. Okay, I believe that he should get a second chance, but he should have got a second chance on the undercard of the undercard. Like you remember when they had Facebook fights? He should have been on that show. Okay, and then now after a couple of wins, sure, bump him up. Maybe now, maybe the next fight, you put him as the main event on the prelims. But he's taking a spot to people that deserve to be on the main card. And I think let's ease this in. And they didn't. They shoved it down people's throat. And I'm surprised that more people are not talking about this and how much of a black guy this is on the sport of MMA itself. Okay, we've had guys in the past who have been, uh, who have beaten, almost killed their girlfriends who were fighters. You know, and those fighters will let go. And yet here we are doing something like this where we are signing these people. We are signing these people. And not only that, but we're showcasing them and putting them on um, the main card for, for millions of people to view and to know the backstory. And the reason why it's selling is because people want to see him lose. And I get it. I, that's, people want to see Mayweather lose. People don't like him. So they tune in just to watch him lose. People always want to see other people fail. I, I'm all for him getting a second chance. But like I said, I don't think that he deserved the second chance in such a fashion where he's already in that top tier of guys being on the main card. That to me is, like I said, it's putting, it's letting you know where their, where their mindset is in terms of that it is this, it, that sport is really pushed now to money first. Instead, let's. We could have gradually eased him in. We could have worked him up slowly, got a couple good wins, probably surrounded him with some good publicity and some some positive lights. I'm all for second chances, and like I said, this is not about. I'm not about on this. I'm not doing this punk's opinion based on the fact that we're trying to bring him down. I'm just simply saying that 
out of all the things and all the things that I've said in the past about the UFC, none of them compare, I think, to this moment. To this moment now that we've showed, they've showcased several times that they are, they ha- are basically tone deaf to this situation and these circumstances in which they keep putting him right at the top, right at the top. And it's, it's not fair. I, I don't think it's fair to the, the other athletes that have worked hard to get to where they're at, fighting tougher level of competition, and then also now being pushed down to a, a whole fight. Maybe some of them weren't on the main card because he's taking a spot on that main card. You know, and it's not like he's fighting top ten guys. But so if he had more of an MMA record and still had the background, would you be opposed to him being where he is on the card? No, I wouldn't. But and I, my whole conversation was that I actually wanted to see him get more of an MMA record. Let's let's do it, but let's do it gradually and kind of silently on the back burner. Let's grow him up. Let, let's let's build him up to, to to a second chance. Let's put some more positive light on him. Let's do what we can to make him understand that like we're will, that the UFC is willing to invest in him, but in a positive way to help build him up and make him seem like he potentially he's a better person than the other media has led us to believe. I'm okay with that, but not right now. Not the way that they did it. They just shoved it down the throat. They made him the main attraction, and they didn't care who was below him. They didn't care who was take he who he was taking spots for on the main card. So just to be clear, then your thought is that your main thing about this is like they're just trying to get the money out of him now while the attention's on him for negative reasons. Yeah. Okay. Yep. yep. And that's what my point was. This whole ordeal was that this is a this is the biggest black guy and the most tone deaf the UFC has ever been to the sport itself in general. And I was actually really surprised because this is not something that I would have thought that the ESPN would have jumped behind. But so so does it does it surprise you though with the way that they they used the whole John Jones drug thing and the the last DC fight they used the Conor McGregor Khabib bus incident and and that fight like they they're using that neg- doesn't no that that doesn't bother me though. It doesn't? No. But it's that just, doesn't bother it's me at all. similar negative press, that, though. It, it is negative press, but then the, the Connor thing is what led up to the fight. And so you have to use that as much as you possibly can when he throws the dolly through the thing. You're going to you're gonna use but that. that. But it's fight-related. hurt other people? I know, but it's fight-related, though. Okay. It's not... And in, in, in the whole altercation of it all, it happened. Um, I don't think the intent was for him to hurt other people, though. You know? Um, I don't think you can say that about Greg Hardy and the female stuff. Yeah, intention wasn't there. I agree with you. You but, know, and, and but the negative the, press stuff is still the, negative press. The negative press, but the negative press is what sells, and that's why he like his viewerships probably sell because people want to see him lose. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like it's the same. Th- you're you're saying it's the same thing. It's a, it's the same. It's the same thing the UFC's using to sell Greg Hardy. Is they used to sell John Jones in the last DC fight. They used it to sell McGregor. But it was stuff that was surrounded around the sport itself. You understand what I'm saying? Plus, the other thing, too, is that these guys are also at the top level fighting the top guys. There's really nowhere else for them to go. They've already made their names. They're already there. Conor McGregor doesn't need to fight ever again. He's got the fuck you money. He he doesn't need MMA. He doesn't need the sport of boxing anymore. He's do whatever the fuck he wants. You know, $100 million, I think even more than that now. I mean, he's probably close to like $300 million, somewhere around there by now. You know, I mean, like he doesn't need he doesn't need the money. You know, and the same thing like uh, with Jones. I mean, like he's fighting, I think, as much as possible now because he's probably he probably needs the money, but he's he's making good money now. You know, and the thing is, you can't take away from the fact that they came up in the sport and there's nothing you can do to take away from anything they do now will be publicized in our sport. That doesn't make 
Yeah. Outside, you know, like outside of what's going on like with, with him, he came from another sport they kicked him out of. And now he's in our sport, and now we're publicizing him. He got kicked out of that sport for the things that he did. Now we're publicizing him on the highest level, again, uh, opposed to other guys who deserve to be on that main card. Yeah. That's my complaint. Okay. That's, That's my only complaint. I, I'm yeah, simply saying sense. we're taking away spots from talented young athletes who deserve to be on that main card. And I'm not saying he's not talented. And I'm not saying that he's not young. He's 30 years old and extremely talented, obviously very athletic, given that he played in the NFL. I mean, very athletic. But we can't take away the fact that he's not ready for the main stage. He's not ready to be promoted in that stage. He's not ready for that. He his fights they don't look good. They're they're not great. Like sure he gets wins, but he's getting wins over guys he's supposed to beat. But those other people that were on that on that on those prelims deserve to be on that main card, and they they lost a spot because of him. And I feel like this is where you're you're losing that. You're losing that battle. The fact that like we're publicizing someone with his background at the highest level and putting them on the stage above other people. And that to me is the, that that's as tone death as you can possibly get. That's just my opinion. That's Punk's opinion. That's Josh Thompson. Take it for what it is. Please go ahead and leave me a comment in the comment section on YouTube or wherever else you want. You can hit me up on IG, DM me, slide on my DM, go right ahead. And I'll tell you the same thing I tell everyone. I don't care. Okay. And uh, hey, that's my opinion. Hope you guys tuned in. Hope you guys liked it. If you didn't like it, like I said, leave me a comment. Also, if you did like it, hit the thumbs up. Hit the subscribe button. Share our videos. And also, tell other people to subscribe to our channel as well. We've got the weigh in probably tomorrow night with Big John McCarthy. We're going to break down the whole uh, Bellator featherweight tournament and fight by fight. And we'll probably even give you our take on who potentially will win this thing. And that might be something good. We call him the Oracle. I like to call him the Oracle, which is Big John McCarthy. And you're here with Josh Thompson, the punk. And uh, tomorrow night, we will have weighing in and breaking down that tournament. Okay, guys, subscribe to our channel. Thank you for following, and hope you guys enjoy the show.